Hello and welcome to this edition of Infinitive Podcasts, brought to you by podcastsforstartups.com. Today we are joined by Sergei Markov from Remit Radar. How are you doing today, Sergei? Not too bad. Thank you very much, Sabrina. And how are you? Fantastic. I'm doing great. Thank you. Glad to have you on our podcast. Thank you. Very happy to be here. Fantastic. Sergei, could you give us a bit of an introduction of your role at Remit Radar and what Remit Radar is about? Okay, Remit Radar um, was started as an aggregation and comparison uh, service for senders and receivers of remittances. These people are mostly migrant workers. There's 250 million of them in the world. And they leave home and go abroad to earn money and send it back to their families. And they use uh, money transfer channels or remittances. They don't use bank accounts. They are unbanked, actually. On the receiving end, you've got 750 million people who are their family members. And they all need orientation because the industry is not very transparent. Commissions differ. Exchange rates differ. You have to find the agency locations. You have to understand their working hours. So we have taken all the trouble out of this. It is a difficult uh, thing, you know, to do run all the numbers, especially for blue-collar uh, uh, workers. So we show them through our aggregation comparison service the actual amount of money that on the receiving end will be paid out in local currency after all the deductions. And, of course, it's a very useful service for them, and it has been growing very well. Well, my role is I'm the CEO of this company since 2018. Uh, And uh, it's a very, very interesting business. And it's about financial inclusion of a billion people with combined income of more than $2 trillion. So I'm very excited uh, to have this role. Okay, that's, that's very exciting. And tell me, Sergey, where did this idea stem from? Our founder uh, was Emil Al-Shabib, who was involved uh, in the remittance industry right at its inception. And our strategic advisor uh, is was actually CEO uh, of MoneyGram when MoneyGram international was founded as an international company so they know everything about remittances and everything about the needs of migrant workers so when the smartphone penetration into uh, this category of people got to the critical level i mean was sufficient level because they started using smartphones you know uh, before smart uh, years ago, smartphones yeah. were a privilege of middle class and you know high classes. But about maybe seven, eight years ago, uh, migrant workers also started using smartphones, and it became possible to liaise with them, to reach out to them through smartphones, and offer them uh, various services. So we offer this aggregation and comparison service, and they're very happy to use it, and they share their data with us in compliance, obviously, with the GDPR. And based on this, we can now build an ecosystem of services for this category of people. Okay, so it's interesting that you mention uh, the use of cell phones. Um, Speaking of that, 
An article by TheEconomist.com mentioned that one of the positive outcomes of the pandemic is that uh, many senders of remittances are moving towards digitization. So how does Remit Radar benefit from this? I mean, how does this affect Remit Radar? It does not affect us very much because we can show you the optimal, um, shall I say, the optimal way to send your money uh, by money transfer channels, whether it's cash or uh, electronic money, whether it's cash to a bank card or bank card to cash, etc. So we have all those options. You can just select uh, the correct filters. So we are fine either way. But I must tell you that migrant workers still stick to cash. 80% of all transactions are in cash. They don't trust banks. They don't trust electronic money. Uh, Very often they are in a situation which, I mean, in in, in a different culture than their own, in a different country where they don't understand. Uh, how this will work. So they prefer cash. Cash is their security. And I think, obviously, now uh, digital money, uh, the share of money transfers, digital money transfers went up because of COVID. But my own projection is that it will go back. 10, 20 years ago, there were projections that there will be no cash left at all, that all the money will be electronic. But this didn't happen. Uh, it is still 80% cash for this category of people. Okay, fantastic. So it's good to know that um, you're able to help whether it's digitized or cash related. So that is fantastic to hear. Um, On that note regarding the pandemic, the World Bank has estimated that remittances to developing countries will likely drop by 20% this year due to COVID-19. So, so how can Remit Radar help with, with these concerns? The migrant workers have difficult times. A lot of them have, lo- have lost their jobs. And it is difficult. I mean, the, the amount of remittances went down. But uh, our business has grown because now they are even more keen than before to save a few dollars on commissions. And the way to do it is to check all the options, which we give them this uh, opportunity. So our the number of our users has grown on a monthly terms about 25% since the beginning of the pandemic, because now they take extra care, you know, about finding the best deal. And that's what we do for them. Okay, fantastic. And tell me, Sergey, are you currently fundraising? Yes, we are actually starting this month a fundraising campaign. And part of this campaign will be on by crowdfunding on a British crowdfunding platform called Cedars. The reason for this is that we have been around long enough and we have millions and millions of users who know us and even though many of them are not in position to invest but some are white collar workers etc and crowdfunding is good because you can invest a small amount of money and Cedars manages this investment for you and looks after its growth 
So we decided to do part of our fundraising campaign by crowdfunding, and it goes live later this month. Why do we need or what are we raising the capital for? for? We are going to transform this industry in the same way as Expedia transformed travel industry. Years ago, uh, when you wanted to travel from one place to another, you would normally take a direct flight and you would only take a connection flight and if a direct flight is not available. But nowadays, people take uh, connecting flights very often, well, we still could fly before the pandemic and uh, after it's over, just mm -hmm. because there are cheaper options, you know, to fly, uh, to, to take connecting flights. The same situation or the remittance industry will go the same route. Uh, currently, if you are sending money from A to B, you always choose the direct route and you, you have to use a, a company that has payment licenses in those countries can take your money and pay it out in a different country. And very often on the average um, uh, commission or the average cost of this transaction will be six, seven, sometimes eight, even nine percent. But there are always cheaper corridors run by, operated by smaller companies that are not global, that don't have payment licenses everywhere. Because we are in the very beginning of the customer journey, because the customer comes to us before they transact, they ask us, what is the best way? We can assemble and propose the most efficient, the cheapest connecting route uh, where money travels from, not directly from A to B, but A to C, maybe C to D, and then D to B. And it will be much cheaper combined because the Moving money in our electronic and digital age costs nothing, costs very little. It is negligible cost. So it's a question of assembling the correct route for this transaction. It's going to cost you much cheaper than the current average 7%. And we are going, of course, to uh, get a transaction fee and also a subscription fee from the money transfer companies that want to be involved and want to get part of this business. So I think the transformation of this industry is, I mean, the moment is ripe for this, uh, and it will benefit millions of people who use remittances. Why hasn't it happened before? Why hasn't some remittance company done it before? Just because their most valuable asset is uh, are the customers and their data. They will not share customer data with one another. But we are arm's length from all the remittance companies. We are not ourselves a remittance company. We don't touch clients' money. We don't have any payment licenses anywhere. So we can assign a digital identifier to this transaction and send it through participating money transfer organizations in a way that everybody will benefit and the commission will be lower for the customer and the money transfer companies will get extra business. Same as, you know, small airlines after connected flights became available, got much more passengers than before. But for this, obviously, we need capital. And the other reason we need capital is, or another business model or another monetization strategy is helping the families of migrant workers 
uh, get better access to credit. What is happening now? You've got a billion people. Uh, they have income. Uh, the, you know, the working members of the families work. But when the family comes to and asks for credit, the lenders would turn them down because their income is in the form of money transfers that come from abroad. And this is not always transparent to the lending institutions, financial institutions in the receiving countries. They don't see this uh, income and therefore they turn down the uh, requests for credit. Because we have the data on both sides of the transaction, the cross-border data, we can cooperate with financial institutions uh, to improve their scoring models and supply the missing data for their scoring models. And then we can communicate to the migrant worker that a credit limit has been pre-approved to them. And now his family can buy good, goods and installments and spread out the big ticket purchases so that their situation is improved. So in this way, we are trying to uh, obviously make money but also do good uh, to the senders of remittances who, because of connected transfers, connected routes, will pay lower commissions, and for the recipients of the remittances who will have better access to credit than before. But all this, of course, for, for this we need capital, and this is why we are uh, fundraising. Okay. Thank you, Sergei. This is a very honorable endeavor that you have. I think that sums it up. Uh, I hope the listeners have a better understanding of what Remit Radar is about. Uh, Sergey, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Thank you, Sabrina. It was a pleasure. Have a good day. Yeah, have a good day. You too.